Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. In this episode, I'm doing a review of the Dynavap Vape, and I think you're going to learn something new about how this little device can enhance your time in the kitchen in a surprising way. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host, Marge, and I just want to thank you for being here, taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen with me for a few minutes about edibles, because we're both here. We both love the same thing, getting high on our own supply. I hope you guys are doing well this week. You've been making some great things in your kitchen. I've been making a few different things. I made some Vietnamese coffee finally. Uh, from the Cannabis Cocktails book. And that was pretty interesting. I really liked the taste of it actually and was pretty easy to make. You did have to make an infusion of condensed milk, which I had never done before. And he recommends that in the book as one of the infusions at the beginning. And that lends itself well to a few drinks in the book. And he recommends it in hot chocolate as a real game changer. And this Vietnamese coffee I've been wanting to make for a while. But interestingly, you don't use coffee, you use this chicory coffee, which Warren was telling me after I had that conversation with him, I hope you had a chance to listen to five thirsty questions with Warren Bobro. But he said chicory is like a really inexpensive coffee substitute that's used a lot in places like Vietnam because it's so cheap. And I did go to a local health food store and get a big bottle of this stuff. And it was like seven bucks for organic chicory coffee, which as if any of you are coffee drinkers know, buying organic fair trade coffee coffee is often pretty freaking expensive. So in in comparison, chicory coffee is very cheap. And I have to admit, I'm glad that I bought it because my husband, Chris, has been drinking this shit like there's no tomorrow. I think he just likes the convenience of an instant coffee. So I may keep buying this chicory coffee just so I can make this recipe from the book on occasion when I'm making the condensed milk and also just to keep my husband happy because he loves this stuff. So try it out. It does have a great coffee flavor. It's pretty surprising how close it is. So you may enjoy that recipe or just pick up some chicory coffee for the hell of it to enjoy. And maybe you can make your own bulletproof style of coffee by adding an infused coconut oil or something like that to stir in if you're not into making the condensed milk or what what have you. It's just another coffee option. And they do say it is good to take a break from the caffeine every so often. Even though I have not done that, I've actually had two giant mugs of coffee this morning, which could be why I keep talking and why it has been good that I've recorded a few podcasts today. Oh, but I digress. This week, we're getting into the Dynavap, and I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. I have seen some videos because I keep wanting to call it the Dynavape because that makes more sense, but I bought this little device a while ago, well, maybe about a month ago now, and ever since I've started the dispensary, I have been smoking a little more weed. Prior to working in the dispensary, I hardly ever smoked weed. It was edibles 100% of the way, but of course you know, when in Rome, I'm at the dispensary, there's new weeds coming out every single week. And there's so many in the store. And in the legal market where I am, 
especially with COVID, customers can't look at the weed before they buy it. And obviously that's a big disadvantage right now. So they really rely on the recommendations of staff. And I just feel like to do a better job and to better serve the customers that are coming in and seeking my advice, I better start trying some of this stuff out. Well, I was rolling joints. I don't do bongs. I was rolling joints and everyone was talking, not everyone, but I've heard a lot about these dry herb vaporizers and high on my wish list is the PAX 3, which is a dry herb vaporizer, but with a pretty hefty price tag, it wasn't really in the budget. And as much as I would love to save up for one, there's a whole other thing, bunch of other things I would rather save up for probably with regards specifically to this podcast. So it just wasn't really in the books. There wasn't going to be something I could purchase anytime soon. But I kept hearing how dry herb vaporizing was so much nicer that if you really want to experience the taste and terpenes and the scents and flavors of the cannabis that you're smoking. And some of you might be like, yeah, 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 Margaret, we already know this shit. We've been doing this stuff for years. And that may be so, but I was new to it. So I picked up after doing some research online and looking around at some of the best options that were a little more for those who are a little more price sensitive right now, I came across the Dynavap. And I have to admit that I have been really impressed with it. I'm glad I bought it. So there are, I'm going to link to all this, the Dynavap um, website uh, online, because there's lots of information there. But this, I am no way at all affiliated with this company. Uh, There's no affiliate. If you buy one of these things, there is uh, no kickback to me or anything like that. I just bought it because I was looking for something that was going to be a good substitute until I can afford a PAX 3 one of these years. So the pros to this Dynavap. First of all, it's really small. It's smaller than a pen. I'm looking, holding a pen right now because as I record this podcast, I can't help but fiddle with something. And it's probably half the size of a pen, of a ballpoint pen. So it's super discreet. And that's one nice thing about it. It's really easy to slip into a pocket or into a bag or whatever. You can easily carry it with you. And it's 100% manual, which is something I found rather unique. There's nothing to plug in. And you may be wondering, how the hell can you have a vaporizer that you don't have to plug in? Well, this thing was created by like a team of engineers or something like that. And it has a really unique look. And that's one of the things that really attracted me to it. And I'll add a picture in the show notes if I can, either on your podcast app or over on the website so you can see what it looks like. And of course, if you go over to the website, you'll see what it looks like. But it has a really unique look. And so that was one of the other intriguing things about it, but it's a hundred percent manual. All you need is a lighter. So that is another advantage when you have like me, I'm sure a million things that you're plugging in. You got your phone, you got your laptops, you got your, I don't know, a hundred other devices these days that we're having to remember to plug in and charge. You know what? Maybe it's nice to take a break sometime and not have to worry about charging yet another device. So to me, that's a huge advantage. Another thing is that like any other vaporizer, there is little to no smell. So that adds to the discretion. If you live with somebody or you live in a place where, you know, bong hits or smoking joints is going to irritate neighbors or partners or, or you're trying to, you know, draw, not to attract the attention of your six-year-old or whatever, this is a great option. Little to no smell. And yet, 
I finally found out what people are talking about when they're like, oh, this, this particular weed has a real citrus smell or it's earthy or, you know, you're, it's got these, these little, little terpenes in it or whatever. Holy cow, do they ever shine through? And it's a game changer as far as I'm concerned when it comes to smoking to the point where I bought one of those gold leaf. If you haven't been to gold leaf yet, they do a beautiful cooking journal, but I recently bought some tasting journals because I am experimenting and trying to find what types of weed I really like. And with a little device like this, it's nice to be able to smoke a little bit and take some notes in this journal. And that's one of the other things I really like about it. It's helping me become a a cannabis connoisseur, if you will. And if that is something that interests you, you'd probably like this little device. Um, it's also, I would say, environmentally friendly. The item came, I did have it shipped. The item is itself is fully, it's made of steel. Um, there are other versions made of different types of metal. You can get wooden ones, but there's no plastic that I can tell whatsoever. And it came in a cool little cardboard, you know, temporary case, but it's so it's environmentally friendly as well. You're not going to have parts and pieces made of plastic that are going to end up in the landfill or anything like that. So if that's important to you, that is definitely another plus. It seems to be easy to clean. I haven't had to clean it yet, which is good, but I have watched some videos online showing you how to sort of, if you need to take it apart or whatever, it does look like it's fairly simple to clean. So that's another plus because we all know that sometimes the things you own end up owning you when they, when, you know, you have to maintain these things. So you want something that's not going to be a huge pain in the ass to maintain or keep clean. And it's a conversation piece. You pull this thing out and you can't help but uh, draw a little attention to what you're doing because it's a very unique piece. There's a bit of a, a cult following around these things. So it becomes a conversation piece if you're with people or whatever. They're going to take, they're going to notice. They're gonna, Even though it's small and discreet, they will notice when you pull it out because it's different. So, I mean, maybe that's a, a con to you. To me, that's kind of a pro because it's it's just something interesting. Uh, what else? Oh, I guess the biggest thing is that the already vaped cannabis, so you, that you are going to be removing from the device is something you can use additionally. And this is where you might be, and this is where it all ties in together because the already vaped cannabis has been decarbed which means you can use it in an infusion. And as it turns out, I used it to infuse the condensed milk I used in this Vietnamese coffee. So that was pretty interesting. And I really like the fact that means you're maximizing your cannabis. You spend your hard-earned dollars on your weed, whether you're using it to bake with it or smoke it or what have you, you want to maximize the hell out of it. And this is going to let you do it. And it allows you to skip a step, which means you don't have to further decar because you've already done that in the process of smoking. I mean, how beautiful is that? Full circle right there. Those would be the biggest pros. I'm trying to think if I'm forgetting anything. I wrote all these down before I started because I didn't want to forget anything. I'm I'm pretty sure I've gotten them all. Now there are some cons, of course. So I found I find that the chamber is pretty small. So it, you can only put in like a 0.1 to 0.2 or so of cannabis of your ground up cannabis in the chamber at a time, and. If you're a heavy smoker, you might find that you're hitting this thing all the time. I'm not a heavy smoker, so it's just fine for me. You know, I can take a few puffs. And actually another pro is the fact that when you load your chamber and light it, 
You can do light it two or three times before you have to dispense of the cannabis in the chamber of your Dynavap. So another pro I should probably add, add that. I'll probably list these out in bullet point form in the show notes so you can refer back to them. But the chamber is small. So if you're a heavy smoker, you might find you have to reload them often. I'm not entirely sure, but they may have slightly larger versions of the Dynavap on their website because I know they have different versions. Um, so that might be one way to get around that. So because you do have to reload often if you are going to be smoking a ton. Uh, another another con I find is there do tend to be a lot of pieces. So when I pull this thing out, they now having said that the Dynavap does have like a cool wooden carrying case that you can get with it with like a metal piece. So you can stand it upright while you're waiting for the, some of the parts to cool after you've lit them or heated up the heated it up so you can smoke your cannabis. I didn't buy that and I kind of wish that I had because it has has little chambers to put in your ground cannabis and I even has I think some have spots to put in your already vaped cannabis when you're done with it and a place to store the device itself and I didn't buy that and I kind of wish that I had. It's a little on the pricier side cuz it's all made of like really nice wood and they are beautiful pieces. So I had skipped that, but that means I have like a grinder, I have a little glass jar where I put in the already vaped cannabis, I have the lighter, I have um I don't know. I just feel like I have a lot of pieces, but there are ways to get around that too by buying just a proper carrying case for it, whether you buy one from Dynavap or some of the other ones that you can find on like probably Etsy and places like that. Uh, another disadvantage perhaps is the already vaped cannabis. You need to save it up for a while to get enough to use in an infusion. So I made this uh, condensed milk and it called for three to four grams uh, of can of decarbed cannabis. And I only had two and that was after like, you know, a little while of you, a little while of using this device, maybe two or three weeks. Again, I'm not a heavy smoker though. So if you are, I mean, a lot, some of the infusions I'm using use way more than that many grams of cannabis. So if you're using it for like a major infusion, like your, your typical coconut oil you're using for your, your cookies and stuff like that, it will take you a while probably. Um, it would take me a while anyway, but I think where it really shines is that you, if you're using it for specialty infusions to make things like a Vietnamese coffee, where you're doing a condensed milk or something, it's perfect for that type of thing or an infused honey or some of the other ones where you might be wanting to microdose. You don't have to wait and collect as much, um, already vaped cannabis from that. So it might be better used in that regard. It also means that it's probably hard to separate strains. If you're wanting to get into trying different strains in your infusions, you're going to find that it's probably also going to take forever because then you would have to have an already vaped cannabis jar clearly labeled with what strain you're putting in it. And honestly, you get to a point where you're like, well, who the fuck cares? So if you're looking to separate your decarbed cannabis by strain, that's going to be a pain in the ass. Another con, and it's not really a con, it depends, but it, there is a bit of a learning curve to using this device, but there are a plethora of YouTube videos and websites and reviews, and the Dynavap website itself is a great resource on learning how to use the device, uh, care for it, maintain it, clean it, all that kind of thing. But there is a learning curve. So at first it can feel a little foreign using this thing. But, you know, you give it a week and you're going to have no problem with it. And you'll wonder how you ever smoked your cannabis before using the Dynavat. 
And finally, a con would be that you still need a lighter. You know, you don't have to charge it, but you still have to have a lighter. And they do suggest that you use a butane lighter. So I bought one to go with it when I bought the device online. And obviously that just gives you a more steady flame and it's better if you're using it outside or what have you. And it's windy, you know, you're not going to have the issues of trying to keep a lighter lit, which is just going to take longer for the device to get up to temperature to, so you can vaporize the cannabis. So, I mean, that is a bit of a disadvantage. Perhaps you need a specialty lighter, although they say you can use any heating device that you want, but you still need one of those. So overall, what I recommend the Dynavap vaporizers to smoke your cannabis, I would 100%. It's such a unique little piece. It works really well. I'm somebody who finds that uh, I am asthmatic and sometimes you know, smoking a joint can feel pretty harsh on my throat. And this it's like nothing else. It's not harsh at all. It's almost like you're just tasting. Well, you are, you're, you're smoking the, the vapor of the cannabis that you're enjoying. And those tastes and flavors really shine through for all those reasons. I would definitely, um, pick one of these up if you're interested. I will like I said, I'm not affiliated with this company at all, but I'll link to the website. And if you are in Canada, uh, check out the list of authorized resellers because you can buy it from resellers in Canada. And that's what I did. I picked one of the resellers that was closest to me and I was really impressed with their customer service. So just because you're not in Canada doesn't mean um, you have to wait for the shipping. And sometimes I've been finding ordering things from the States has been taking a little longer than it might normally otherwise in a normal time period, or if we weren't living in this weird, weird time that we are right now. So I will link to that. And yeah, I think you would really enjoy this. And I'm just intrigued by something that, oh, I think I didn't even mention either. One of the pros is just the price. How did I skip that out all entirely? This thing, probably the device itself cost me less than a hundred dollars. I did buy some accessories and stuff like that to go with it. But when you compare it to the PAX 3, like I said, that's clocking in over 300 and probably closer to 350 or more, $100 is a way, is obviously way less expensive. And this thing is durable. It's going to last for a long time. So like I said, I'm not affiliated with this company at all, but I think it's something that if you're interested in getting into dry herb vaporizing, you'd probably really enjoy this unique little device for doing so. If you want to see more reviews on the show on anything in particular, please let me know and I will do my best to cover them when I can, when the budget allows, of course. And you can send those to bitemepodcast at fastmail.com and I'd love to see what you come up with. Alternatively, you can leave a voice message via SpeakPipe on my website or I'll link to that in the show notes as well on your favorite podcasting app. And finally, would you like to support the show because you love it? I hope so. It would really mean a lot to me. There are quite a few things I'm trying to save up for right now with regard to the show and when it comes to production and just experimenting in my kitchen because there's so many things. There's, people often ask me, you know, will you ever run out of ideas on what to do on the show? And I think I've really come to the conclusion that no, I probably have 10 years worth of shit that I could probably do for the show. So it's not only, it's not just for me, it's for you guys. So if you want to support the show, you can use my affiliate links that you find on the show notes 
or through my links on the website or in my uh in my social media profiles, that's one way you can do it. You can leave the show a great review because that helps new listeners discover it. Or you can buy me a cookie, again, through my links or on the website. And that's just a one-time, one-off little digital cookie you're buying me. So it's just a little bit of money that will go straight to the show to help me keep this thing running. So if that's something that interests you at all, by all means, I'd be forever grateful. I think you guys are fantastic. The people who have ever reached out to me, you know, it's a great community of people who are following this show. And I've really come to the conclusion that for the most part, people who smoke weed are pretty great people. And I am reminded of this every day I go to work. And yeah, you do run into the odd disgruntled customer. But for the most part, weed smokers are cool people. And I know you are too. So I hope you make some beautiful creations in your kitchen this week that you are happy to enjoy and share with those you care about. And in the meanwhile, my friends, stay high.